Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to the Eye on Klickitat County. And today I have with me the founder of Cease, Greg Wagner, at Cease2020.org. And he has been working tirelessly with other members of Cease to bring attention to the negative effects that renewable energy is going to have on this county and the regulation and ordinances that is needed to protect the citizens. And now we have another concern that has to be dealt with, and it should be done prior to any permits or any applications they should, these renewable energy companies will have to understand because we're looking at mega battery storage facility plants that have to be uh, some regulations and some ordinances to protect the citizens. These, these facilities are very dangerous and they need to have in place before anything is decided that, uh, and I, you know, Greg has put out a very concise plan that has uh, ordinances and moratoriums put in place. And uh, Greg, what is a moratorium, basically? Well, that's just a, a pause and preventing something to occur until the county leadership can establish uh, standards, regulations, ordinances, whatever you want to call them, that will control the development of currently the solar projects and the lithium-ion batteries that go with solar. And Greg, I mean, you know, you've done a lot of work, and you've seen a lot of it's, you know, it, a lot of places that the problems that they've had. I mean, Amazon will not allow these batteries or the solar panels on their roof anymore. Neither will Walmart. And I mean, but you have looked at some of the the massive explosions that these batteries. I mean. They're disaster waiting to happen, and they cannot be placed anywhere near a populated area, right? That would be the ideal situation is to place it if we have to have batteries uh, as far away as possible from any residential property. You know, whether there's a house there now or not, in the future, that unimproved piece of residential property could be a home. So we have to look at how the development of the land in the, as the residential aspect is too. Right now, they just look at, you know, well, if, if there's a house there, we need to worry about it. But if it's, it can be farmland and the landowner can short plat the land and allow residential development to happen there. So we need to look at a, a lot of things in the future that they, the current commissioners aren't looking at. Well, you know, it's just like, and you brought up, uh, well, Illinois, the one in Arizona, and those are thermal runaways. You can't predict them. You can't. You don't know when they're going to happen. And these batteries have a mind of their own at times. And I mean, it's just like the other day in Pennsylvania. This Tesla catches on fire. It's. I mean, it's a new car, but it has a thermal battery runaway, and they can't put the fire. I mean, they just literally drowned that car with twelve thousand gallons of water trying to cool it down. And, you know, that's just, I mean, that's very, I mean, that's like a flyer, a firefly compared to the sun, what will happen with these facilities that they want to put in place. And they have to put them in place to make these um, industrial solar sites work in this area. You'll ha you're going to have to have battery backup. So it isn't a question of, 
well, we'll wait and see if it happens. It's going to happen, and you better have something in place that will regulate them so they can't just put them anywhere they want, right? That's true. It, it happens all over the world, it, but it's covered up by the solar industry. They don't want people to know about all these events that happen with the lithium-ion batteries, and you're right. It's a thermal runaway it's it's the shorting out of the anode and cathode in the battery. Then it gets hot. Then it, it catches fire. The fumes are fill the cabinet till those toxic fumes explode and blow the cabinet open. We've seen it happen in Arizona, or, uh, Australia, England. I mean, it happens in uh, California. It happens all over the country, all over the world. You know, we've had people in Arizona, eight firefighters were injured, and that was just a two megawatt battery storage facility what happens if it's a 63 megawatt storage like cypress creek is proposing up here by the uh bonneville night road substation what kind of what kind of explosion will that be and how many people will be injured or killed you know these are the things that need to be addressed that the commissioners uh have failed to address i mean we brought this information to them for two years now and we've heard Mr. Souter, the commissioner, the self-proclaimed Klickitat County lithium-ion battery experts say that lithium-ion batteries don't pose a danger to the citizens. And, you know, we've the other two commissioners have said the same thing. So they, this needs to be addressed and not, not laughed at and, and pushed under the table and say, well, we won't do anything until it gets here because by that time it's too late. If a project come in, comes in as Cypress Creek Carriager Project has, and their intentions are to have two acres of lithium-ion batteries, once that plan lands on Mochi Limblad, the planning director's desk, this corporation, Cypress Creek, can say, you didn't have any regulations in place when we submitted the plan, so we're grandfathered under the old non-existing lithium-ion battery or any solar ordinances. We, we get to be... We get to be permitted under the old rules, which are no rules. Well, and you know, there's so many aspects to this. You could go through all the problems it's going to have. And you can't regulate everything to try to make it safe, but we can do something to try to help because there, these mega battery facilities are coming. If they allow these solar industrial sites to be in place, the batteries will follow them. And, you know, the thing is, is that people got to understand what is it, nitrogen fluoride, Greg, that, I mean, that's a poison. Hydrogen fluoride. Yeah. I mean, you're talking, these people, they don't even have to be near it, but depending on the winds, they breathe that stuff. <laughs> I mean, they're gone. It's That is a very dangerous uh, gas that they're talking about that's going to come off these batteries. Yeah, you can look at the June 29, 2021 uh, Morris, Illinois battery fire where this man had collected small batteries like from your phone and your laptops in this warehouse. And then they had thermal runaway and it, it caught fire. It exploded. They evacuated the town of about 4,000 people. And this huge billowing black cloud of hydrogen fluoride gas was coming out of this warehouse. And that's why they had to evacuate the people, the citizens there. And it took them a day and a half to put the fire out. And water and foam wouldn't do it. They eventually had to use 28 tons of cement to suffocate the fire. Uh, I, our county, I don't believe, is ready for that. Well, what, what's so amazing, Greg, is that these guys are so reluctant 
to even address the problem, to even talk with you about, uh, you know, the things that you bring up that, you know, the dangers that are there. I mean, and they, uh, you know, well, we're going to wait and see what happens. No, you get things in place before anything happens. That's how you protect the citizens in the county is not wait and see. That is a that is probably one of the most laziest lame brain arguments I've heard. Well, it would be nice if they were proactive instead of inactive. Uh, you're correct that we need to be, their job is to protect the safety, health, and welfare of the citizens. And I believe their job is to be the thinkers, the, the ones that look into the future and say, this could be a problem. We need to address it now. I mean, Commissioner Souter, he's been around for 16 years and he was involved with the planning and the EOZ, the planning commission and bring in, in the EOZ, but that only addressed the wind. That had very little to do with solar. There's like solar is, is the word is mentioned six times in there and there's two, two paragraphs. That's it. So they, they should have looked, he should have looked at that and been thinking ahead, you know, and said, well, we need to address solar, you know, and, and be ahead of the game. But they, but he failed as did his seatmates, as he calls them. Uh, and the current commissioners, you know, they've all dropped the ball. They, for whatever reason, they just don't want to address this. Well, they are basically ignorant about what the, all this entails, all this stuff is going to entail. But you have done research. Sherry has done research. You, both of you, have worked together and done research. I mean, if, they, if there was any common sense in the county commissioners, they would call you guys on and say, what is it that we're looking at here? What, what proof have you have that these dangers that you're talking about are going to be here? Because, I mean, you just take a look like you brought up before, Germany, UK, Australia. I mean, it isn't like it's hidden. It's out there in the open, and we're not going to be any different than they are. It's the same thing, only uh, as China has been uh, more and more cutting back on the quality of the materials that they're making, we are basically more vulnerable than they were. Well, that's true. Uh, China is selling us all the, the solar panels, yet they're the co country that is building more uh, nuclear and coal plants, they don't want wind and solar because they know it's not feasible. It's unreliable, you know, it's intermittent, and it's it's costly. And, you know, sell it to us, and, you know, without power, we're a weak country while they have plenty of power. So we need to look at a lot of things, but the, the batteries are a big issue. The commissioners need to take and address this right now, and as far as you know, what Sherry and I have done and other people in the CEASE group is like they should look at us as a as an ally, a wealth of knowledge and, and draw from our, our research instead of criticizing it all the time and trying to discredit the people that are trying to help protect the county. Well, that's the thing, Greg. I mean, the we have the commissioners rather than trying to take a look at um, and see what actually the problems and the things that are going to impact this county negatively uh, and, and make the best decisions, they are so reluctant to listen to anything else except 
the developers and the people that want to come into this county and use every piece of property they can to develop their uh, government subsidized programs. And that's, you know, that's where uh, I don't understand why they even want to be county commissioners if they don't care about the county. But I mean, uh, the, getting back to you and Sherry, and, uh, you know, you could call in other groups and uh, members of CEASE, and there could be a very good citizen input on what is uh, uh, not the facts and the knowledge that you have gained and what we're actually looking at in the future of this county. But they just completely refuse. And, uh, you know, the thing is, is that I don't know, Greg, how, how um, much more you have to do to try to get people to pay attention to what's going on here, because that's the future of this county. I think the citizens are paying attention that there's a lot of people that reach out and talk to me and Sherry and other people in the group. You know, we, we've made this, uh, made the county of citizens aware of what, aware of what's going on. And the commissioners are hearing from other people and they, they, they will have to address these issues. There's just no way to keep shoving it under the rug. It, it's, it's not going to go away, you know, if we're going to have solar develop here, then let's let's put some ordinance on it, like like there's ordinances for everything else in this county, and let's make sure we develop it and do it properly so that it's sited in the right spot. If it does no harm, it it doesn't endanger the citizens, and you know we can possibly accept that even with all the downfalls that we know of solar and lithium ion batteries properly sited, we we could probably tolerate it, you know. But to just let it flourish across the Goldendale Valley and up to Centerville and all the beautiful, productive farmland, that, that is just wrong. If, if we want to put it somewhere, let's put it where it's not farmland, where it doesn't endanger the citizens, and then we can accept it. But we have to have, we have, to have or, ordinances, we have to have regulations on it. You know, every, every piece of parcel of ground is zoned and has ordinances. And you can only do certain things with your own private property. You know, the other problem is this energy overlay zone, you know, basically permits wind and solar outright, covers two thirds of the county. I think that's an abuse, abuse of the, the uh, legislative power of the county because they, that energy overlay zone over supersedes your existing zoning on your property. So your zoning has no enforceable uh, rights when the energy overlay zone covers over it. That means wind and solar could be your next new neighbor, and you may not like that new neighbor. Well, Greg, basically, uh, the proposals that you've wrote up and sent it to the planning commissions and the ones that you're hoping will be presented here uh, within the near future, uh, I mean, I've looked at them, and they are um, invaluable. I mean, there is no loopholes in them and it's it's common sense thinking and it's regulation that protects the county protects the citizens without any uh debate on what uh is or isn't it's 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 just consistent with the way things ought to be and it's just common sense thinking and uh, you know that's i i don't know i just hope that uh people will uh, contact you, get a look at what you proposed, and see that this is the way we should be going, not 
all this uh, back and forth talk with these developers who are basically dictating what the decommissioning, what the what the regulations will be, what the taxes will be. I mean, that's where we're at with the county. It's not. It's there's one group that is making the rules, and that's the group that is developing all these uh, different uh, programs and sites that, you know, whether it's uh, under canvas or whether it's renewable energy, these people are dictating what, 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 what they will pay in taxes and what the regulations will be, and the commissioners are waltzing right along with them. You're right there, Dell. We, we saw it on the Model G commissioning plan where the citizens got three minutes to, to testify and the Avangrid representative, Brian Walsh, got 33 minutes to talk to the commissioners. You know, then when I asked for equal time, they told me to sit down. You know, it just shows who they work for. They don't they don't want to listen to the citizens. You know, uh, they don't want to do what the citizens want. Their excuse is we can't do what just you want us to do. Well, I'm not wanting you to do it just for me. I want you to do it for all the citizens in the county. You know, I'm not looking out being selfish just for for me. I want this to be for everybody. I want this to protect everybody. What we want to do will protect even Dan Christopher, the commissioner. You know, he can have solar right next to his house. Now, Commissioner Souter, he lives in the Gorge Scenic Protected Area, so he has nothing to worry about. Anderson lives up on his surrounded by his parents acreage so he'll never be impacted by it but there's a lot of citizens that are going to be impacted by this out of control development of solar and yes the commissioners bend over backwards to help them and that's why these corporations come here you know and the commissioners brag about we have the eoz and how good it is there's 38 other counties in this state and none of them have an eoz and apparently they must have looked at how renewables wind and solar developed in this county and they realize that the eoz is a bad thing and they don't want it in their county you know yakima commissioners they took it upon themselves to enact a moratorium the dreaded moratorium word here in clickitat county commissioners don't want to hear that word you know but the yakima county commissioners took it upon themselves and they did it because they want to protect their county and their citizens and they're going to leave that moratorium in place until they develop the necessary regulations and ordinances to protect their county. They may they may come along and say they banned uh, solar altogether. We don't know yet. You know, our, our commissioners here banned marijuana, but yet they said that posed a danger to the safety, health, and welfare of the citizens. But we can have solar flourish in our county along with lithium-ion batteries and the commissioners say that doesn't pose a danger to the safety, health, and welfare of the citizens. I don't see the logic there. Well, Craig, I mean, there is so much. I mean, we haven't even got into the taxes yet that, you know, what what needs to be done. And, yet, I mean, we'll have to do that again on another one, uh, another podcast here. But, you know, the thing is, is that the, ma- the amount of time and energy that you and Sherry have put into all this uh, and it's not just solar energy, it's the CUPs, it's, it's you know, the uh, illegal operation of a business that a commissioner runs. I mean, it's endless. And But if people can find out all this information that you and Cherry have put together and uh, have 
taking a look at this county, uh, the way things are going, and it needs to be changed. But if they just go to your site there, tell people how they can get a hold of you. And um, so we can, you know, start getting more people involved. And hopefully we can do something to stop what's going on here. Well, our website is cease2020.org. My email address is cease2020 at AOL.com. I get contacted every day by, by people asking questions. I'm glad to answer and send them any information they want. Uh, we need more involvement. You know, there's a lot of people that don't claim to be ceased members, but they are involved. They're working at this. They're asking questions. That's why the, the commissioners don't like what's going on, because people are asking questions. Commissioner Souter said, it's like living in a fishbowl. Everybody's watching us. Well, he hasn't been used to that. He had 14 years where he got to do what he wanted and nobody questioned anything he did. You know, now when people question him, we're the enemy, you know, and the people, the commissioners seem to forget that they're public servants. They work for us. They're supposed to, they're supposed to look out for us, not these corporations. Well, that's, you know, there's so much we could go into Greg on that, uh, where the, uh, it's easier. It's a lot easier for the commissioners to try to um, attack you than address the issues, because I mean, uh, asking questions or stating this is what you said, and oh, oh boy, if you say that, then you're a you're a vicious person, you know, because you're taken out of context. No, I'm just telling you this is what you said on the radio, or this is what you said at a meeting. And they get so upset when their own words come back at them. And anyway, Greg, we could do a whole hour <laughs> on that good. one. So, I guess it's it's uh, you can't handle the truth, you know, and that's what they do. I mean, you you listen to comments on the the last KLCK radio interview, and you think, where did they come up with these statements? You know, it's totally wrong, or or the accusations they make about the cease group, you know. They, they just want to discredit us when they can't discredit us. Our facts are undisputable, you know, and we'll continue. We'll continue to bring forth the, the information and we're making a difference. They wouldn't have updated the model decommissioning plan. They wouldn't be looking at the critical area ordinance. They wouldn't, you know, the shoreline master plan, the comprehensive plan. You know, I mean, they really need to look at this EOZ. We need to take a real close look at it and, and make some major changes in it. So, you know, they are doing, they are addressing things that have been brought up by the CEAS group, and it's reluctant, you know. I mean, the comprehensive plan hasn't been updated in since 2013, you know, and that's the master plan for the county, which, by the way, the commissioners, I don't, don't think they even ever read it because they don't certainly follow it, you know. So, yeah, there, there, there are changes happening, and we're just going to keep working at it. Well, Greg, I just want to thank you for joining me today. I thank you for, you know, all the work and the, the hours that you put in. And people got to understand that you don't get a dime for this. <laughs> this is You're working for the betterment and the good of the citizens of Klickitat County. And that's basically where we're at. And I just want to thank you, Greg, for all you do and uh, for doing this interview today. I appreciate it because, uh, you know, the basically cease 2020 is a wealth of knowledge and like you said you'll answer any question anybody asks or uh 
any any kind of a statements or whatever that you have to back up you can back them up and show them where you got your information so i think that's a real plus for uh the people that they know that this is not uh this not hearsay this not baloney this is what actually is going on in other places and it's going to happen here so thank you greg you're welcome